I'm John Robson, and this is the Climate Discussion Nexus Readout, Episode 4. See, every Wednesday at CDN, we put out an email called the Wednesday Wake Up. It discusses the big climate news of the past week, significant opinion pieces, developments in the world of climate science. And then, in these readout videos, I take a few topics from the newsletter and offer some quick extra commentary. If you want more in-depth information, go to our website, that's www.climatediscussionnexus.com, and subscribe to the Wednesday Wake Up and to our YouTube channel, because we've got lots of videos. This week, I'm focusing on a scandal that really needs to be exposed, and was by a couple of climate scientists blowing the whistle in Nature magazine on the routine use of exaggerated global warming scenarios by people who know those scenarios are exaggerated. And the authors pulled no punches. They bluntly urged their colleagues to stop misleading the public. Now, lest you think it's just the usual suspect saying the usual things, you know, the one the Wikipedia disclaimer warns you about down there, let me be clear. The whistleblowers are themselves alarmists who insist that their article, quote, does not make climate action less urgent, end quote. The thing is, they're also genuine scientists who insist that honesty is urgent too. So here's the backstory. A decade ago, the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change put together four scenarios of future greenhouse gas concentrations that climate modelers could use in climate forecasts that would then feed back into economic models. One projected low economic growth and slow increases in the use of fossil fuels. Two more were mid-range, and then one, codenamed RCP 8.5, was at the high end. Too high. From the beginning, everyone who worked on these forecasts said RCP 8.5 was virtually impossible because it would require things like a rapid five-fold increase in global coal consumption, which no one believes will happen or even could. But it's okay because, you know, you intentionally create one impossibly bad scenario as a kind of red line check on other projections. Anything that comes near it, you know it's wrong, right? Wrong, I'm afraid. Despite the scientific consensus, the IPCC took to calling RCP 8.5 the most likely business as usual scenario, which triggered an avalanche of studies about the climate damages we can expect if we don't act now to cut emissions sharply. All based on RCP 8.5, even though the experts knew first that actual emission trends were much closer to the low end of the scenario range, and second that RCP 8.5 was basically impossible all along. Still, You've seen the resulting news stories about climate modelers warning us, unless we act now, temperatures will soar by X degrees, world food production will collapse, and trees and flowers and cute furry creatures and meadows will die, and foul bugs and loathsome diseases will swarm across the face of the earth. What we now know isn't just that those studies were based on the RCP 8.5 scenario, it's that the science community has known all along that RCP 8.5 was grossly exaggerated, used it anyway, and didn't tell us. Same old, same old for the climate debate? Well, no, not this time, because two climate experts had the courage and integrity to speak out, not just about the science, but about the unjustified fear-mongering. They told their colleagues that their so-called business-as-usual story is misleading, and they know it and should stop using it. For more on this, look at our blog. It's at climatediscussionnexus.com, and then you click the blog tab. And there you'll also find a discussion of another exaggerated alarm, this claim that Antarctica just recorded its highest temperature ever at just over 18 degrees Celsius. 
Turns out it wasn't Antarctica, the famous giant frozen continent. It was one lonely weather station on the tip of a small peninsula that juts north into the South Pacific, where it is known to be exposed to occasional warm southerly winds. In the February 12 Wednesday Wake Up, we talk about that event and the claim, and we also point out that we actually have relatively brief temperature records from Antarctica, so we don't know if this is remarkable or not for the Esperanza weather station or more broadly. But what we do know is that it's certainly not representative of the rest of the continent, which actually seems to have been cooling over the past few decades. So I'm afraid you gotta forget that bargain beachfront property in Antarctica. Just not happening. There's more in this latest Wednesday Wake Up, including the Australian Broadcasting Corporation offering a surprisingly balanced look at the views of two of the world's top climate economists, who do think greenhouse gases are liable to cause a fair amount of warming, but that it's not gonna be a crisis. And there's also a city councillor in London, Ontario, who got the smackdown in the local press for daring to buy books about climate change that included different perspectives on the issue. Who is this man? Oh, by the way, you see the disclaimer from Wikipedia down there. May I just suggest that this tells you who's David and who's Goliath in this discussion? And until we get that big fat check people keep saying we're getting from Charles Koch, we need you to support our work. Go to our website, make a one-time or monthly pledge so we can continue to produce the videos and the Wednesday wake up and inject a note of sanity into this debate. For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson.